It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It was roster cutdown day on Tuesday for the Washington Commanders and the entire NFL, but that wasn't the only transaction or news coming out of Washington. Another player getting their jersey retired this year. We'll talk about that news. Chase Young going to the pup list to start the regular season and just how valuable is the Commanders franchise. All of that right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Our Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, and we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the new WUSA 9 Plus app. Your CBS affiliate in Washington, D.C. has a streaming app that is a game changer for local news and sports in the DMV. Just download the WUSA 9 Plus app now from your Roku or Amazon Fire TV stick. No matter how you're joining us, we thank you for making us first listen or your first view of the day. I'm David Harrison, writer for Sports Illustrated's Commander Country, covering your Washington Commanders. My co-host is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980, which you can find live Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter. Find Chris at WrestleMania621. Find me at DHarrison82. And find the show at LO Commanders. All right, indeed, David. Thank you very much. And we are brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. LinkedIn jobs help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. As David mentioned, we appreciate you guys making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and your first watch of the day, however you consume L-O-C, we thank you. All right, David, let's start off with roster move of Palooza. I think this was right uh, released right before practice started, a little bit later of a schedule, as you're well aware, uh, right. on Tuesday for practice uh, out at Command Central in Ashburn. But the team made a flurry of roster moves. And the biggest one, of course, is that Chase Young, we knew he was already going to miss the season opener. We all mm-hmm. thought, I think, that he was either going to go to injured reserve uh, or the physically unable to perform list. Uh, and, of course, there were different mechanisms involved here. But he winds up on the reserve slash injured list, along with center and interior offensive lineman Tyler Larson, as well, Kevin uh, Kelvin Harmon, I should say, and mm-hmm. offensive tackle Rashad Hill were both waived. Uh, Nate Gary was uh, put on the reserved injured list, and Washington has reached an injury settlement with Samus Reyes, meaning he's released from IR and from the organization. And there's different, again, mechanisms at play for there. So that's a quick rundown of uh, all the roster moves that the team had to get down to 81 technically uh, by 4 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday. Of course, the big cut down to 53 is a week from now next Tuesday. So, David, we start with Chase Young. I, I, I can't imagine you're surprised. I can't imagine anybody's surprised. 
My understanding, and, and I don't know if you have a different understanding, is by putting him on IR or reserve slash injured to begin the year, that they can now put him on IR a second time this year, which is different than the rules from last year. And that's why they couldn't put Curtis Samuel on for a second time last year. So it's loosened up the rules. So to me, procedurally, if I understand everything, this makes sense. And what it means is Chase Young is out until at least week five against the Tennessee Titans. Right. So Chase Young's on the, on the pup list. He's, he's still on the pup list. It's just now it's going to bleed into uh, the regular season. So Chase Young and Tyler Larson, both on the reserve, physically unable to perform list on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Um, and then, okay. right. And the injured reserve was, was, was Nathan Gary. So, okay. um, with, with Gary, yeah. And Rivera kind of alluded to that there was probably an injury settlement coming for him, which is similar to tight end Samus Reyes. And there are some mechanisms, uh, in there as well. But, you know, kind of a camp body, right? For a day, he played the role of Samus Reyes. And unfortunately, he follows the path that Samus Reyes did. It's a little bit ironic, not funny, but just a little bit kind of, uh, weird when you think about it. But, yeah, so Chase Young and Tyler Larson to the pup means that they will automatically miss four games. My understanding of it, Chris, actually this this frees up that 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 uh that that injured reserve. So the 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 NFL loosened the rules there. The NFL teams are allowed to put so many players on injured reserve every year and still bring them back right now. And I believe that number is eight total. Yeah. But you can bring one player back from IR twice. So you could put Chase Young on, take him off, put him back on bring him off, but he still counts as two. That's not one player. That's two of your right. spots. So now you have six more combined IR designated to return spots that you could potentially use. Uh, and, again, COVID was, was part of that, but, but at the same time they created the COVID list, which doesn't count as an IR or a, a pup list type of deal. So it's a lot of confusing jargon. But basically the bottom line for Chase Young and for Tyler Larson is that they will both miss the first four games of the season and, and then will be part of the active roster after that, or they have to be transitioned to – the injured reserve. Um, for Chase, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's, so now everybody's in I week five, right? In the Tennessee Titans. And I think that's, that's real, reasonable, uh, to, to expect. But for other reasons that I'm not going to dive into, you know, publicly necessarily, I have a feeling that Chase isn't coming back week five. Honestly, Chris, if, if Chase comes back before week eight, and I mean to play, I'll be a little bit surprised. Like if he comes back in week five, six or seven, I will be a little bit surprised. Obviously, as we get closer, like, you know, game seven, just a little surprise, six, a little bit more surprised. Game five, honestly, I don't think he'll be there. I don't, I think game six is the earliest we'll see Chase Young. And again, I have some other reasons that I'm not really, uh, you know, able to divulge publicly on why I think that's, that's not a firm report. I'm not saying like, like somebody told me that it's more just me kind of, you know, reading the tea leaves and some reactions and some things that people have been saying that makes me believe that. Uh, but that's just, you know, Again, I'm not a doctor, so take that with a huge grain of salt. But uh, if anybody was surprised that Chase Young started on the pup, then it's it's because they haven't been paying attention. All right, I screwed that up uh, at the beginning, so I apologize. I'll take the hat, hat uh, the hit on that. I, I I did mean the pup, and I, I I screwed up the terminology and the jargon. I think you look. It's all well. confusing, so I mean, I don't think anybody can blame me. Right, for, for but that. I think you clarified it and explained it well. Here's the interesting thing that jumped out to me, though. Two things: Jordan Schultz, who's you know, a longtime NFL reporter, also does some NBA coverage. Has worked for Yahoo, ESPN. I think he's just mm-hmm. more independent right now. He reported right. that. 
Chase had a fully ruptured patella. And that's why this is so complicated. We knew he had another procedure that involved from the other leg and what have you. I don't think we ever found out for sure, unless I missed something, that Chase had a fully ruptured patella. And I believe that's a patella tendon uh, as opposed to a bone, what have you, a patella tendon. Uh, So, again, that has complicated the timeline. Now, Schultz in his report also said that, the team expects Chase to be back for week five against Tennessee. Yeah. I don't know what you know or what you think, what you've observed. So I'm going to leave your words as is because I think that's interesting. However, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and use some common sense, David, and say, sure, the plan is, the hope is that he's back for week five against Derrick Henry and Tennessee. Right. But if you can't get ready in less than a week's time, because remember, he can't practice on the physically unable to perform list. Right. Uh, I, he can't practice during that time, right? So it's not like nope. he can ramp up. If he can't practice and he can't get cleared to play for Tennessee, it's also hard for me to think that then on a short week, week six, with the team not really practicing at all, yep. that he's going to play against Chicago. Yep. So you're really probably looking at either week five or Week seven against Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers back at FedEx Field is the way I interpret it, the way I see it. I don't know if you share that same, but, I mean, to me, that's a, a really tight window to make this all work with Chase. Yeah, absolutely, and a, and a lot of that is exactly – a lot of that you just said is exactly one of the reasons, again, the, the reason I feel like week seven, week eight uh, is more realistic. A lot of what you just said plays into that as well, and then, again, uh, some other stuff as well that I've, that I've observed. Um yeah, because not only week six are you talking – because, again, like you said, he can't practice. I mean, he'll right. be on the side field. He'll be training. He sure. does drills and all that stuff, right? But he's not going to be padded. He's not going to be playing next to Mon- – or not next to Mon- – opposite Montez Sweat, next to his teammates in that formation, getting contact, all these things. And remember, he tore his ACL in November. And, and well, he suffered this injury. I'll put it to you that way in November. So week four of the NFL season, you're talking about he's practicing into week five. You're talking 11 months. Right, this is 11 months later. Now he's getting back to football, uh, you know, activities. That's really hard to, to ask a guy to do in a week's time period. So again, the, the real, the, how realistic is it for him to go from 11 months of no football to boom in a week you're playing in a full fledged NFL game? I don't think that's very realistic. And then the short week next week, like you said, plus you guys talk, you're talking about traveling to Chicago. This isn't a home game Thursday night game. You're gonna you're gonna put Chase Young. Listen, for anybody who hasn't been next to Chase Young, that's a big dude. You're gonna put him on an airplane for what two and a half hour flight to Chicago and then a bus ride and then a hotel bed. And then all like, and you're going to, then you're going to ask him to go again, play an NFL game. So, so again, there's just a lot of reasons. I don't, I don't feel like week six is even realistic. I think seven or eight, like you said, eight is, is my kind of ballpark. Uh, and then even then you're not getting 100% Chase Young. I don't think until Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? And you're talking a year plus, but, but that's kind of what happens when you not only injure your ACL and one knee, but then you have to have another procedure in the other knee. Um, last thing I'll say to this before we get to our first break real quick, people got to remember, because there were procedures done on both knees, this isn't a situation where, all right, let the, let the injured knee heal. We'll start doing some workouts relying on your healthy knee to keep the balance, the weight balance and the weight distribution in, at a safe level. No, he had two knees injured, which means for, for a period of time, he had no stable knees to work off of, which means he's got to heal longer before he can start getting into the rehab process. So a lot of stuff going into that. So anybody who's disappointed that Chase Young isn't going to start the season, you know, again, we've, we've kind of been trying to prep you for that uh, anyway, but you know, that is kind of the situation what it is. And then 
I hate to be the bearer of more bad news, but I feel like you're probably looking at week eight or so until you really see Chase Young back on the field. Uh, however, the commanders will see the Dallas Cowboys on the field because that's coming week four regardless. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, of course, are ranked at the top of the Forbes team value rankings list. Surprise, surprise. Jerry Jones is very happy about that. We will talk about that, and we'll also go over some uh, training camp notes from Tuesday and a great announcement that the Washington Commanders made Tuesday morning as the team continues to gear up for the late fall NFL season. As you gear up for fall, you people are going to need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know, every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, once again, thanks for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and your first view of the day. It's Fantasy Draft Week on the Locked On Podcast Network, so go make Locked On Fantasy Football your second listen and view. Fantasy expert Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. The Commanders rank where in the annual Forbes team value rankings? Well, details on that straight ahead, because it might surprise you. Plus, David's practice notes from Tuesday out at Command Central in Ashburn. But, David, you mentioned it, uh, a exciting announcement made by the organization on Tuesday morning. J.P. Finley uh, of NBC Sports Washington and 106.7 The Fan was first to announce this uh, on Twitter, and then the team confirmed it, including – an interesting statement from owner Tanya Snyder, not Dan Snyder, Tanya Snyder, that mm-hmm. the Washington Commanders were going to honor the great Sonny Jurgensen. And they announced this on Tuesday, August 23rd, his 88th birthday. So happy uh, birthday to Sonny. They're going to retire his number nine against the Dallas Cowboys in the regular season finale. We don't have the date yet because – The date is flexible according to the NFL schedule. Uh, It could either be Saturday, January 7th, or Sunday, January 8th. Of course, time is very flexible as well, depending on if that game means anything. But we know that they are going to have this 
retirement ceremony. They're announcing it well in advance to give fans as much time as they need to get ready, unlike the Sean Taylor ceremony from last regular season. I think we remember uh, all that. But, David, I I guess I would ask you this. I can see this both ways from the team's perspective, right? You want a big stage like Dallas, Washington, Week 18, Game 17. It could mean a trip to the playoffs. It could mean for the division title. Bring back the, you know, the memories of RFK Stadium and even 2012 when they played on a Sunday night game in a win and you're in, Robert at quarterback for the division title, a game that I was there and I'll never forget what that place was like that night. I understand what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. However, if I'm being honest, I don't know if putting Sonny in a spot where he's 88 years old in mid-January or early to mid-January where it's freezing cold usually is yeah. the best idea. I'm a little surprised, if I have to be honest, that they're waiting this long to put Sonny uh, into his proper place. So here's what I would here's what I would recommend to the Washington Commanders, right? You have plenty of time to plan this thing out. Mm-hmm. You have plenty of time to make sure this thing is done right. You don't want an 88 year old man on the frozen surface of FedEx Field. Listen, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Worst case scenario, this is a five or six win team at this point. The stadium's not going to be very full, even for a Cowboys game, even for for the retirement of the jersey. Best case scenario, you've already clinched the NFC East and the stadium is packed and everybody's got playoff fever and fantastic. Do a video. Do a video with Sonny prior to, to the, to the game, having him share all of his memories, maybe do like a video montage of any teammates that are out there, you know, uh, you know, get Carson Wentz, talk about how legendary of a quarterback he is and all this stuff. Do all that. Have Sonny in a box on game nights where he can see clearly everything going on, the festivities, the video board, and then show him up in the box waving a commander's towel or whatever he wants to do, eating his nachos, minding his own business because he's 88 years old, and the man can do whatever he wants. Smoking on an SJ9. Smoking, you know what I mean? Smoke him if you got him, Sonny. Let the man smoke in FedEx Field. Put him in a box, surround him with friends and family, and, you know, if – depending on what the scenario is at the time, Jason Wright and, and all that stuff, and show a very happy, comfortable, and warm legend of this franchise celebrating the day of his retirement or his jersey. Do not make that man walk out onto the 50-yard line on a frozen FedEx field night or afternoon against the Dallas Cowboys. Do it right. Let the man have have his moment and let the fans enjoy that moment uh, with, with, uh, with good memories. I just hope that the game means something because yeah. this is the way they planned it. Because if it doesn't, David, if there are five, six, seven wins yeah. it is, and they're playing out the string, there's going to be 40,000 Cowboys fans. There's already going to be a yeah. lot of Cowboys fans. And I don't know, they might either have no reaction because they don't know who Sonny is, a pro football Hall of Famer, by the way, kids, right. boys and girls, or they might boo Sonny just because, well, they're Cowboy fans they're and they're obnoxious. So let me tell you a quick story. I worked for five years on the same radio broadcast as Sonny Jurgensen. I got to travel with him on the same plane, stay at the same hotel. We would have breakfast at road games together, me, Doc Walker, Larry Michael, uh, Chris Cooley at times, Sam Huff before he retired. What an honor. What a, you know, just an awesome experience to pick Sonny's brain, um, to see the game through his eyes. 
Um, he was such a nice man to me, and he didn't have to be because he didn't really have to know me from a hole in the wall, uh, but yeah. such a nice man, uh, a legend in the game, again, Pro Football Hall of Famer, a legend in Washington, and quite honestly, David, more of a legendary broadcaster with the former team name uh, mm-hmm. with Frank Herzog and Sam Huff than maybe even his actual play at quarterback for the then Washington, yeah. well, the old Washington, you know what's. Um, sorry, I'm still struggling with that. Um, but my point being is that Sonny was as good of a broadcaster and as legendary of a voice and, and figure had for this team and this organization as he was actually a quarterback. And it just okay. kind of behind the scenes doesn't tell you a whole lot about the man, but trust me, Anyone that got an opportunity to be around the man and have one of those beautiful SJ9 cigars, which I partook many a time with Sonny Jurgensen and the Crow, man, those were some glory, glory days. So congratulations, Sonny. Uh, Very happy for him and his family. Listen, I'm going to solve this empty stadium problem for the Snyders right now. Here's what you do. If if Hopefully it doesn't come to that, right? Hopefully, again, division title in hand or in in competing for it, all that stuff. If not... You've got Fort Meade, Maryland, Fort Myer, Virginia, Fort Belvoir, Virginia, Andrews Air Force Base. You've got Dover within spitting distance. You've got Annapolis. You've got West Point. You've got TAPS, right, which is an organization that supports families of fallen soldiers and military members. You have got too many military-tied facilities and organizations within reaching distance for the Washington Commanders. Donate all those tickets. Organize this with those units. Bring them in. All those, it's a huge tax write-off, Dan, or Tanya, whoever's in charge. It's a massive tax write-off and fill that stadium. And you know what? There may not even be Washington fans in the group, but those, all those people, they're going to appreciate history and they're going to celebrate history on that night. So there's, that's how you solve your empty stadium. I'm not saying you're going to put every butt in every seat, but you can get a lot of seats filled uh, and you can donate those tickets to the USO and to TAPS in the process. And that is a massive tax write-off. So, there's a tax benefit to it. There's a PR benefit to it, and uh, people will people will do it because if anybody's going to brave the cold to honor history, it'll be military members and their families. All right, coming up, some practice notes and where did the commanders rank in the Forbes rankings? Uh, again, David was at practice on Tuesday. We'll have that for you straight ahead, right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. But first, guys, we tell you about our friends at BetOnline.net. Of course, they are the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find out all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. BetOnline put out uh, a, a, a ranking and a listing of where uh, the NFC teams are going to finish in terms of number one seeds. So you might want to check that out. You might want to plunk down 5, 10, 15 bucks on the Commanders because you're going to get some good value. Go check it out at BetOnline. .net. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, of course, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be your top online resource featuring live in-game betting. That's always a fun thing to do. When you see a trend developing, you might want to hop on it and make yourself some money. Also, scores, podcasts, and all the information. They've got you covered. So head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening at Bet Online with a game. Starts 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Final segment here of the Locked On Commanders podcast. We're going to talk about something a little less crazy than uh, billionaires donating football tickets to people. Um, Chris, practice on Tuesday, the Washington Commanders, what I can only assume is the final padded practice before the final preseason game. Uh, again, maybe this surprises us on Wednesday and Thursday and show up in pads one of those days, but I doubt it. Um, what did we see there? And I'll tell you, we saw some good things. You know, So Logan Thomas, second day back on the practice field. Uh, he was also in pads. Now he didn't do the the full full you know schedule of everything, which is to be expected. And, and I know I had at least one Twitter interaction with a person uh, who's a little disappointed that Logan didn't participate in everything. But I think when you go back through the history and you've seen players come back from injuries time and time again, the ramp up period it, it's it's I guess I can't say never because I don't know all the history you know all injured players, but I will say almost never you know uh, just to be safe there. It's almost never day one no pads light duty, day two, full pads, doing everything. That's just not usually the process. So I'm um, not a surprise there that Logan didn't participate in everything, but the fact that he was even wearing pads is a positive when you consider John Bates and Cole Turner still not wearing pads. Uh, another commander wearing pads on Tuesday, Andrew Norwell, and he did participate in the team drill. So he was back, Sam Cosby, back out to his tackle spot. Now we're just missing Trey Turner, who, you know, at this point in time, I don't even know if he'd be ready to be ramped up for week one, even if he came back. But Wes Schweitzer also back. Uh, so doing some good things there. And honestly, the offensive line, even with how banged up they've been, I think they've been holding their own fairly well. News, a, a piece of news that was a little bit concerning. Um, Fedaria Mathis did leave practice on Tuesday, uh, had his left shoe cleats off, was favoring that left leg as he walked away. I didn't see what happened from everybody that I could, you know, talk to there on the sideline. I don't think anybody really saw what happened. Uh, to cause whatever the injury was. Obviously, no injury reports, so we can't get, you know, full details on it. Everybody will be looking uh, to see if big number 98 is on the practice field tomorrow on Wednesday as well. And then finally, Chris, the play of the day. Uh, Carson Wentz in the red zone drills, finds Terry McLaurin running right to left across the back of the end zone in the corner of the end zone. Perfect ball placement. Terry goes out there, makes the catch as he always does, goes to the ground, unfortunately slid into the gravel part of the side of the practice field, which, of course, you never want. Bobby McCain did the best he could to first cover Second, make a play, but then he also tried to keep Terry from falling, uh, so you don't want number 17 falling any more than he has, absolutely has to. Uh, but it was a beautiful play. Everybody was okay. Everybody walked away fine. Uh, but a great play by the commander's offense on that play, and even and against good coverage. Like McCain was where you would would ask a, a safety to be, just better ball placement and better play by McLaurin. All right, those are some good details, certainly exciting. I know Carson Wentz, as we detailed on the last episode, uh, hooked up with Jahan Dotson for a big one, so it seems like the chemistry continues to develop, and quite honestly, it needs to come in practice because it isn't coming uh, in games. David, one note I, I just wanted to point out about Fedarian Mathis, right? Mm-hmm. Don't, ask, don't ask Ron Rivera for an injury report. You might get your head <laughs> bit off. Uh, you know, it, it, I got I to gotta be honest, in like in real time, like I saw, I was like, you know, people are saying Ron was like really cranky about it. It was like, was he? And then I went back and watched the clip. I don't know. In real time, 
It didn't feel like he was being all, you know, right. all that it cranky. Came ac- but... It came across as yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It absolutely. came across as I guess. Ron being cranky, but I, I've dealt yeah. with many a head coach that they'll remind you of that. Hey, listen, guys, right. we only have to release injury reports for gambling information. September not 5th. during the preseason. <laughs> yep, September 5th. That's when you'll get your first injury report. Exactly. All right, uh, as we wrap up shop here, uh, the Forbes annual team NFL values came out, and uh, no surprise, the Cowboys are number one. They have been forever uh, on the Forbes rankings david they finally reached the eight billion mark eight billion uh that is a new high for an nfl team eight billion but if i asked you where the commanders ranked where would you have guessed before you found out the answer i'm going to guess that actually i haven't even read the answer like i know it's in the script but i haven't read all the details all right. because i kind of had a feeling you might ask me this i'm gonna go 16th. Woo! I, I thought you hit it right on when you started six, and then you were Yeah, sixth. How uh, about that? Boys, I was too negative on the on the recent history then. Okay, I should have <laughs> I should have I should have kept it up there a little bit. Overall at five point six billion and you know, there's, according to Forbes, a one-year change and increase in franchise valuation of plus 33%. So think about that. In one year coming off of a dreadful year, but this is also incorporating the fallout from the 2020 season where they did win the division, but with the name change and everything going on and all the controversy, they actually increased in value, according to Forbes, and their metrics by 30 3%. They also have an operating income. This is going to make you a gag of 130.3 million. Boys and girls, I don't know much about finance and economics. That's a lot of money that they are pocketing. 130.3 million. So sixth overall at 5.6 billion. Now, the one bad news, they used to be number two. Yeah, I was, I, I had to have slipped. I just, you know, obviously I put too much of a slip in there. So I, I was actually almost worried I was going to be too kind. So that, that kind of shows you how much I know about team valuations. I'm not, look, okay. I'm not, in the, I'm not walking in the world of millionaires here. I, listen, I don't think anybody, any of us are. And, and I think they were eighth. Don't quote me on that. I believe they were eighth the last time the Forbes mm-hmm. rankings came out. Uh, but I'll have to double check that. But either way, it's interesting because of all the change. Uh, but maybe lots more people are buying Commander's gear. Maybe, like Jason said, uh, you know, recently they're selling more sponsorships. They're selling more season tickets. Uh, or maybe it's just that well, the NFL also continues to stuff the coffers uh, filled with TV money uh, and national media rights. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Locked on Commanders podcast. I want to thank you guys, of course, for making LOC. Your first listen and view of the day. Come on back for the next episode. David will have another full practice report. I don't know if we'll have as many roster moves, but we can start to focus on what's ahead to Baltimore, uh, in Baltimore and also get you some PFF grades from last Saturday in Kansas City. Now make the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast your second listen. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise at a unique angle that no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. If you want to hop in, 301-615-3577 or Locked On Washington Commanders at gmail.com. 
Thanks again for joining us. We are free and available on all platforms, and we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. For David Harrison, my partner covering the Commanders, Russ.com's Fan Nation and Commander Country, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Ned Hershey on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We'll be back right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.